Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. That's right. What she said. Welcome into Bink at Night. No Bink because you just heard him on the drive, but you know me. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. It's good to be back. Good to talk to you. If you want to go back and forth, 913-576-7610. That's a text line. That's also the phone number, but you know that as well. I got Nolan with me spinning the wheels across the glass. And you until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. Got to clear the throat for the next three hours here. A lot of stuff to talk about. Joe Burrow. Is Joe Burrow that guy, quote, unquote, that we've been trying to find for Patrick Mahomes? The whole, who's going to be the... Peyton Manning to the Tom Brady of this era. Is Joe Burrow that guy? Is the Chiefs' window starting to close? we got to talk about that. And the pie, we're going to cut up the blame. Who gets the biggest piece? Who gets a little piece? How big is Patrick Mahomes? But you're going to go ahead and fade the music, Nolan, because I think the biggest story today, the thing that we have to talk about is I watched Napoleon Dynamite yesterday for the first time, and I ain't going to lie to you guys. That movie sucks. Absolutely sucks. You just now watched it for the first time? Yeah, 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 because I just now watched it in full for the first time. Oh, okay. So you've skimmed over it and seen scenes of it before, but not not full, like, commitment to it. If I felt like it was worth full commitment, I would have done that before now, right? But I didn't. I chose to watch bits and pieces, and I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't that drawn in except for, for whatever reason, YouTube, you kind of go down that wormhole sometimes, and it was bringing up all these Napoleon Dynamite suggestions, but there were 30-second clips, so I thought, eh, let's go ahead and watch it. Yo, I'll get you a Levine's list later on in today's show because when it comes to high school movies, that's got to be one of the worst, if not the worst, that I've ever seen. So I'll give you my 10 best high school movies coming up later on in the show. We can talk about that or anything else, 913-576-7610. Let's go ahead and talk about Patrick Mahomes because for the first time in, oh, his entire career, it kind of feels like nationally and certainly locally, he's taking a little bit of crap. And I think that he definitely earn that right like if you think about the way that he played particularly in the second half of that Bengals game it's one thing to throw an interception it's one thing to throw a couple of interceptions but to make mental mistakes 
to grab mental mistakes when you're Patrick Mahomes and the team needs you the absolute most is just not expected because, quite frankly, we haven't really seen that. Am I talking about a sack that he took? Am I talking about an overtime interception? Am I talking about another sack that he took that the Chiefs were lucky to end up kicking a field goal? Absolutely. But I will say this. As much negativity as you've heard finally for the first time about Patrick Mahomes, as much as you're going to hear about other teams are catching up, about how the Bengals are the Chiefs kryptonite, and all this different basically crap that you're going to hear for the next couple of weeks until the Super Bowl, and especially if the Bengals end up winning the Super Bowl, right? We're going to look back at the last literal, literally two and a half months of the season and say the Chiefs beat everybody they played, home, away, night, day, whatever, except for the Bengals. And it's not like the Bengals just beat them once, not the Bengals just beat them at their place. They did both. So if you want to say that the Bengals have the Chiefs' number, especially if they go on and win the Super Bowl next Sunday, I can't really argue with that, and it sucks. Because I didn't think we were going to get to this point for a while. Now, don't get it twisted. I didn't think the Chiefs were going to continuously win a bunch of Super Bowls in a row. I didn't think they were going to reel off five or six or ten of these things. I hoped. In the back of my mind, I thought, you know, maybe... Hell, you know, if it wasn't for an offsides in an AFC championship game, they would have already gone to three straight Super Bowls. So it wasn't that ridiculous to think maybe they will go to five or six of these things, but I figured something would end up getting in the way. To me, what's disappointing is that something ended up being a game at home against the second-year quarterback. Nothing against the Bengals, nothing against Joe Burrow. But I figured it'd be like, you know, on the road against a Buffalo team that ran through the league this year at their place, head-to-head against Josh Allen. That was not the case. 913-576-7610. Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's go out to the T.O.P. Brian, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Brian? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I was just talking about this on Twitter, you know, looking at the Chiefs' whole body of work, not just, you know, what happened in the playoffs, but I know September and October feels like a lifetime ago, but if you remember... The Chiefs are off to a record bad pace for defense and turnovers. Yeah. And we're like, uh, is this going to turn around or is this going to continue? And it seems like losing to the Bengals like that, it seems like some of those demons came back on us that the defense was better, but the turnovers came back. So it's like heading into next year, can the Chiefs be a little ball and not have to go so far backwards to resurrect their season in November to then make a playoff push? We shouldn't have to be uh, on, the, on the wild your phone's cutting out there a little bit, Brian. Appreciate the call out there in the T.O.P., the capital city. I get the gist of what you were saying. Here's the issue. It's not that a bunch of teams have caught up with the Chiefs because it's one thing to know what they're going to do. For the last few years, everybody knows what they're going to do. Patrick Mahomes is going to drop back. He's going to throw it to Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill. Every now and again, they're going to hand it off. And they're going to score a bunch of points. The problem is... Most teams just don't have the draft capital. They don't have the free agents. They don't have the team. They can go out there and actually beat the Chiefs. We've seen a lot of teams come close. We've seen a lot of teams try it in different ways, building a defense that can stop them, building an offense that can keep up with them, drafting a young quarterback that maybe can be the next Patrick Mahomes. But the truth is, none of them have done it. And that's my point, is that it feels like since Patrick Mahomes won the MVP and we first saw this guy slinging 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns and being the one seed and doing all these things where he was so far ahead of pace that there was only one more question. And it wasn't about Patrick Mahomes. It was who was going to be his adversary. If you remember at the time, you had a lot of different guys, right? None of which we're talking about right now. I guess I'll mention the name Deshaun Watson, but hell, who knows if we're ever going to see that guy in the league again. His name, come and gone. Lamar Jackson. 
Does anybody think that he's in the same stratosphere with Patrick Mahomes and or Joe Burrow? Let's not pretend like for just a second there, it wasn't, maybe it's going to be Baker Mayfield and the Browns. And then we heard about Josh Allen last year. And then we heard about Justin Herbert at the beginning of this year. All those quarterbacks are in the AFC. And I do think at some point, the Chiefs are going to have to continuously go through a lot of those guys if they're going to keep making playoff runs. And we're going to talk about the Chiefs' window closing here in just a couple of minutes. Because I think after losing in the playoffs this year, it's the first time that conversation can even begin. I know it feels like we just got that crowbar and cranked that Super Bowl window open. But I think that it just kind of might be slipping closed here just a little bit. Again, we'll talk about that coming up in a couple of minutes. But the difference between all those guys that I just named, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Herbert, all these great AFC young quarterbacks, None of them have really done anything. What have you done in the playoffs? Ultimately, that's all that matters. We can talk about Mahomes' domination in the regular season of Josh Allen, or except for this year, or we can talk about his domination of Lamar Jackson, except for this year. But when it comes to the postseason, the only guy now that I just named out of all those dudes that's actually been able to take out Patrick Mahomes head-to-head is Joe Burrow. Because the argument for all those guys before this always came to a dead end. If you want to make the argument that, uh-oh, look in the rearview mirror because here comes Justin Herbert, he's the next Patrick Mahomes, based on what? What has he done? What playoff games has he won? What AFC championship game did he play in? I don't remember him being the MVP of a Super Bowl or anything. Same thing with Josh Allen. And this is supposed to be his year. Buffalo, it feels like Buffalo, even though it feels like their nucleus is just a little bit younger than the Chiefs overall, they better cash in. They better cash in and win one, if not a couple of these things, because you want to talk about a window ultimately starting to close without ever winning a Super Bowl. Buffalo, Baltimore, all these teams that kind of came up and drafted their quarterback around the same time Patrick Mahomes got here. I'm not saying, well, at least the Chiefs cashed in, because the last thing that I want for this football team is to go the next five years to have seasons like it was this year, where they win a bunch of games, or maybe they end up the number one seed but ultimately they don't win the Super Bowl because the bar has been, that's the Atlanta Braves. And I think if you honestly asked any, who we ask, CDOT and I brought somebody on the drive one time who was really candid with us about this. I want to say it was Tom Glavin. And I asked him about if you considered that decade to be a success, going to all the World Series and winning all the divisions and packing the stadium and all that stuff. And he was like, no, I got, I got a ring. So that's what makes seasons like this all the more disappointing. Anyway, we're going to brighten things up as the show rolls on. 913-576-7610. Talk about the Chiefs' window perhaps closing here in just a little bit. Of course, we'll get to that whole Brian Flores situation later on in the show. The Washington football team has a name. I, would, I had a perfect name for the Washington football team. I'll tell you what that is. And do you guys like what they ended up going with? What the hell did they go with? The generals? No, they were the, the, the commanders. commanders. Commandos? Commanders. Commanders? commanders? <laughs> sounds very arena football-ish. It sounds a little uh, back-in-the-day Kemper Arena. And I'm not talking any smack about anything Kemper had because I grew up with Kemper Arena. I went to the Barnum and Bailey Circus. I was getting at the, uh, who played there? The Brigade? Is that what they were called? The Kansas City Brigade? Yeah, the Brigade, and their logo was like a... Uh, like a jet. Yeah. Don't even get me going on... Old Camp Arena, not Hy-Vee Arena. 
I saw Debbie Gibson there as a kid. First concert I ever went to. I saw, I remember seeing the old Comets there all the time. And I'm talking about when the flame would come in from the ceiling. And it would like, maybe it wasn't real flame, but it looked like it. I'm talking Kia, Gino, Chiraldi. Dun, 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 dun. I know there's a couple people driving around right now that are like, oh, hell yeah, I remember that. Ah, good times. Good times. I kind of missed the big eight tournament there, to be dead honest with you. Mom would get me out of school a little early. Everybody else would be jealous. I got Thursday afternoon. Go watch Iowa State and MU. Anyway, it's big at night. 913-576-7610. Oh, and we got to get to this on the other side. I'm going to take a break, but my nephew turned 21. I went to the liquor store with the kid because I thought, you know what? It's a rite of passage. He needs somebody to basically give him, give him the plastic and let him just go haywire, you know, get whatever the hell he wants. He's turning 21 and only happens once. I know what I used to get in that situation. Wait till I tell you what my nephew got. Uh, unbelievable. Next, right here, 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Rolling along on a Friday evening. Bank at night without bank. You got me and Nolan. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Good to be back with you guys. Thank you for all the kind words on the text line. The number is 913-576-7610. Like the guy or gal that said, yay, for the sports machine. I picture them saying it like that. Yay! 
Uh, 816, sports machine tonight. Hell yes. Hell yes. Love you, dude. Love you too, bro. 816, where the hell you been? You know what I'm going to say right now. I've been chilling like Corey Dillon on penicillin. Oh, F yeah. Oh, this from the 913. Friday night with the sports machine. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, appreciate you guys. 913-576-7610 if you want to talk or I'll keep that text line open. Speaking of the text line, what was your guys' go-to drink back in college? I'm not talking about when you first started drinking when you weren't supposed to. I'm talking about when your palate was still underdeveloped and you were a college dumbass. But when you turned 21, like what did you and your homies, what did you and the girls buy when you were pre-drinking Friday night, getting ready to go out to the Hawk or when you were in going, you know, if you're a K-Stater, you were in Aggieville going to uh, Kites or perhaps you were out in Como and you were getting, you know, after after a big time football game, you were going downtown, you know. What would you drink? What was your go-to before maybe hitting up the bar scene? Because my nephew turned 21, and I told him, I go, here, just go in there and don't spend over 100 bucks." I thought that was a pretty cool uncle move, right? And now that he's 21, they're going to ID him. And when you're that age, that's cool. You know, like when you're 21, you could actually be like, here, instead of having to use this lame fake that I've used for the past six years, here's my actual ID. And so I told the kid he could get anything that he wanted. And back in my day... I know what we would get, man. We would get Natty Light because you could get a whole case of the stuff for like five bucks, I think, something like that. I'm talking about the cans. I'm not talking about the bottles. I'm not talking about Natty Ice. I'm talking about the original cans, silver ones with the blue writing that said natural on the side for like five bucks, enough to get you drunk. And then we drank Captain Morgan Silver Spiced Rome. And to this day, I can't even look at the stuff without wanting to vomit. Anyway, so I told my nephew, I said, you can get whatever you want. The kid comes out with a cart full of bush light, which would have been my last, like, I'm good, and some rumple mitts. Like, what a rookie move. Anyway, what, what was your go-to? 913-576-7610. The text line is open. We were talking about the Chiefs window. Speaking of open, you know, there's no doubt that when you have Patrick Mahomes and when you have Andy Reid, you're going to put yourself amongst the best teams in the NFL. You don't really need to know too many other variables, right? If all I told you was, well, Mahomes is in his prime and Andy Reid still has the energy to coach, and I also told you that you know, you've know still got Tyree Kill and you've still got Travis Kelsey, and then I started filling in the details, you might say, well, this team's starting to catch up a little bit, or the Bengals are going to be trouble, or the division's not going to be as winnable as it has the last six years. We can have that argument if teams are kind of starting to catch up with the Chiefs. Frankly, I think that's one team. They're called the Cincinnati Bengals because I saw it the last second half of the year. Nobody else beat them except for Cincinnati, but it happened twice. So if you want to say they have their number, I'm not going to argue. My point is this. The window that seemed like it was wide, wide open two years ago when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in Miami, is starting to close, I hate to tell you. Now, I'm not saying that it's closing fast, and I'm not saying the Chiefs aren't going to win more Super Bowls, but I'm saying that we have to be based in reality as fans. And sometimes I'm guilty of being fanboy on the radio and saying this is going to happen, Mahomes is going to win MVP, so is Whit Merrifield, Royals are going to, you know, I, look, I get it. Sometimes we get a little bit out over our skis here in Kansas City. 
I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the division heading into next year, not knowing what they're going to do in the draft, what moves are going to be made in free agency, what the Chargers are going to do. Maybe the Broncos end up with Aaron Rodgers because of what the Chiefs have. I feel confident enough in that. And if you look at Las Vegas future bets, which I do because I'm a degenerate, the odds are already out for next year's Super Bowl. And guess who's the favorite at 7-1? to The Chiefs. So not knowing too much information, still got Patrick Mahomes, still got Andy Reid, still have a good chance to win this thing. But that's next season. I don't know how many more seasons we're going to be having that type of conversation where we can be optimistic, not knowing the variables. Because at least heading into next year, you know you got Travis Kelsey under contract, and he still looks like the best tight end in the league. If you don't, if you don't think he's the best, then he's still top two or three. We can have the same conversation about Tyreek Hill. I'll say he's the best, but if you think he's two or three or five, whatever. But after that, we're going to have a conversation. It's going to be Pat and Andy and then who else? We'll talk about it. Let's go out to Raymore. Chris, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Yo, what's up, Chris? You got me, Chris? Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. Warm it up, Chris. That's what I was supposed to do. Is that what they said? Crisscross? Or that's what I was born to do. I'll see that would kill me for that one. And I even did that in the uh, talent show with my boy Joey Gates in fifth grade. I wish I was lying right now. My parents, I remember they were like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. Put on our overalls backwards and did it all, brother. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. Anyway, I don't know if that was me or you, but. Holler back at me, 913-576-7610. The Chiefs are dealing with a few things here, right? One, other teams perhaps catching up with them. Buffalo, Cincinnati, whoever else is going to draft a young quarterback that's better than Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson. It's it's going to happen. It happened the same way that the Bengals kind of came here quick, right? It's not like last year when the Bengals were 2-14, and 14, anybody was saying, hey, watch out for those Bengals next year. Joe Burrow won the Heisman Trophy in the National Championship a couple of years ago, and man, I'm telling you, when he comes back from that knee surgery, watch out, because he's going to lead his team to the Super Bowl. And they're going, nobody, nobody said that. They were literally 200-1 to one to win the AFC at the beginning of the year. My point in bringing that up is, there's going to be another one of those teams that pops up. So you're dealing with that. You're dealing with, again, this is about it when it comes to Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill's current contracts. Now, we can go into the details and say, well, they got another couple of years and all that. I'm talking about the player that we're used to at the current contract that they're under. After this next season, that's going to be the conversation. Around your water cooler, around the city, and out of this microphone. It's going to be, who does Pat, who's Patrick Mahomes going to throw the ball to? Which brings up my third point. Once you pay Patrick Mahomes the money that he makes, it makes everything so much more difficult. We used to talk about this all the time on the afternoon show. Right now is when you have to cash in because the best thing to have is an awesome quarterback on a rookie contract. At the same time, they were barely paying Tyree Kill. They were barely paying Travis Kelsey. Hell, they were the only guy they were really overpaying at the time was Sammy Watkins a few years ago. Crazy to think that guy made, what was it, like 20 mil a year? But my point is, we all knew that once you paid Patrick Mahomes, at some point, and maybe it's coming a little quicker than we expected, finances are going to be a little tougher. It's kind of like for any of you guys that, and I'm talking to myself here, have a fixed income, but then you see that house that you've always wanted, and you're like, you know, it's going to make us house broke. For those that have bought a house, I assume you know what I'm talking about. But I really want it. We're going to go out there and buy it. 
But then you got to, like, when you go out to eat, you can't get the steak. You got to get the chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you go out of town and you're going to rent the car, you can't rent the, rent the sweet Corvette for a couple of days. You got to rent the Accord. You got to cut bait somewhere. Your life's not going to be perfect. And it's the same thing with the NFL and a salary cap and all that type of stuff where you can't just pay everybody all the money in the world or the Chiefs dynasty would continue. So we'll talk about that window and where they're at. Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's go to Lee's Summit. Jason, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Jason? Hey, hey, Sean. How's it going? What's up, bro? Hey, really great to hear you on the radio again, man. I'm a huge fan. Appreciate that, uh, brother. Yeah, man. Just wanted to say uh, I'm just going to be unrealistic here for a second, and then maybe I'll, I'll shoot it back to you to be realistic, please. Uh, sure. What are the chances we get Gronk? I don't know. Brady's retired. You know, maybe have two tight ends like they used to have with uh, – Hernandez? I don't know. Why not? Uh, look, if, if, he, if he decided he wanted to come somewhere where he could win, this makes a lot of sense like he did last time. I just don't know that he's going to continue playing. Like something tells me, and he was saying last week, I think it was, Jason, that if he had to make the decision now he would retire, I bet that dude retires. Like if you made me bet, I think he's going to retire. But if he stays, yeah, why not here? Sure. Yeah. Hey, that'd be that'd be great. But uh, the other thing I was just going to ask, what would be a realistic weapon you think the Chiefs should go after? And I appreciate the call. Yeah, brother. I was looking at the free agent wide receivers out there, and the problem is this. And I can read the list to you here in a little bit. It's like Allen Robinson type guys. You can you can narrow like the Chiefs and Juju Smith Schuster's out there again. You can narrow it down to your list, but the list is very small. What actually when it comes down to a wide receiver that's a possession guy that can get in the end zone five or six times, that can get you 800 yards, all he has to be is a number three threat next year. He has to be what we thought Sammy Watkins is going to be. He has to be what we th- what the Chiefs drafted McCole Hartman to be. You're not going to be Travis Kelsey. He's going to get the most targets. You're not going to be Tyree Kill. He's next, or vice versa, whatever. You're the next guy, which is a pretty damn good gig. You're never going to be double teamed. Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. It's remarkable the guy that's had that, that job the last few years, whoever it was, couldn't put up bigger numbers. Let's try this again. Chris is in Raymore. You're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, sorry I lost you earlier. I uh, love listening to you. Uh, the go-to drink was Miller Ponies back in the day. Yes. Remember those? Yeah, hell yes. And then uh, on your top ten list, if I can uh, put my input, can't buy me love. You got If you haven't seen it, you got to look it up. It's a great one. And 16 Candles are both just cool, in, in my book anyway, both cool. You wouldn't believe it, Chris. So I've watched 16 Candles for the first time like a month ago. I didn't realize what it was. It's always on TNT or TBS. And we're watching with my girl, and she's like, oh, you got to stop here and watch 16 Candles. So I stopped and watched it. So I've seen like 80% of it. We probably got in like, you know, 30 minutes in. I was a little bit confused, but I did think that it was it was a really good movie. Um, I'll get you this Levine's list of the best high school movies coming up. Here in a little while. couple that made honorable mention, if you're curious. The original Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. I used to get so excited when he turned into a wolf and he would dunk. Which now that I think about it, like, definitely some sort of reaction to steroids, right? Has to be. Um, anybody out there in the text verse ever heard of this movie? Like, we're going to be best friends if you've heard of this movie. Nolan, I'm curious if you have. And don't lie to me, because I'll quiz you. SLC Punk. Yes or no? Never, ever seen it in my entire life. Never heard of it? No. SLC Punk. Anybody out there ever seen that movie? Hit me up on the text line, 913-576-7610. We're going to take a break, and then coming up next, we're going to talk about sports right here on 610 Sports Radio. 
This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's good in the neighborhood? On the sports machine, Sean Levine, it's Friday night in Kansas City. Get up. Get out. Go do something. Just keep your radio on 610, at least till 9 o'clock, right here. You got me, and you got Nolan. 913-576-7610. And apparently, some of you people know what I was talking about with SLC Punk from the 913. I'm going to read a couple of your guys' texts. From the 913, SLC Punk, great movie. I've seen this a remake, but I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. Love the acid scene when I was a 12-year-old punk. I mean, who didn't? Yeah, there were certain movies that before you ever would have, you know, tried whatever drugs or alcohol they were talking about, you felt like you were on it as you were watching the movie as a kid. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, I saw Dazed and Confused in the theaters when I was, like, 14. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, 913-576-7610-816. Good to hear you back on the radio, buddy. Good to be back, buddy. Anyway, the reason we were talking about... Uh, Zambezi Zinger. You're damn right, Zambezi Zinger, 913. Um, the reason we were talking about that is... I'm going to give you a Levine's list coming up here in a little while because I watched Napoleon Dynamite with my girl for the first time yesterday, and I was not impressed. I said that early on in the show, and some people are like, you just don't get it, or you missed out. I've watched plenty of movies way after their prime. I've watched plenty of movies generations later and appreciated what they were trying to get at. I just don't know what the hell was going on in that movie. I just didn't. It just wasn't that funny to me. So I'll get you my 10 favorite high school movies, Napoleon Dynamite, not one of them, coming up in the next segment when I get you Levine's list. I was talking about the quarterback position, Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes, and have they caught up, or is, Bur- is Joe Burrow still in Patrick Mahomes' rearview mirror? I will say this. There's going to be a total quarterback carousel like we've never seen heading into next year. And when I tell you that, half the league is going to have a different quarterback than you saw this year's start for him. I'm not exaggerating. I know it's a sports machine, and he says that the Royals are going to win 90 games and the Chiefs have a chance to go undefeated, blown smoke out his ass again. No, I'm serious. I think half the league could essentially have a new quarterback next year. Go over it with me. I'll give you the teams that definitely will. I'll give you the teams that likely will. And then I'll give you the teams that, you know, are in a situation where we don't really know what they're doing with their quarterback. Let's start with Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger's done. No heir apparent. They need a quarterback. Houston. <clears throat> you want to talk about a, a crappy situation. That's the Houston quarterback position. Remember how we used to talk about Deshaun Watson and if he would have been drafted by Andy Reid and if Patrick Mahomes wouldn't end up with the Texans, would the Chiefs have still won a Super Bowl? Would Andy have been able to develop him and turn him into Patrick Mahomes? It's not talked about a lot because it's kind of taboo. It's kind of dark internet. But it's a damn good thing that they chose the name Patrick Mahomes and not Deshaun Watson. Goodness gracious. Houston's definitely looking for a quarterback. Denver, according to Bovada, where I bet, Denver has the, is the most likely team to land the services of Aaron Rodgers. But as of right now, Denver's definitely looking for a quarterback. The Washington football team, or wait, what are they called now? The Commanders? Commandos? Barnyard Commandos? They went with, uh, they had Taylor Heineke. They're looking for a full-time quarterback. The Giants, Carolina, I don't think they're going to go back to Cam Newton or anything like that. Hell, what's uh, what's my guy's name? Kerry Collins doing. If Carolina's going back to old quarterbacks, I don't know if I can name another one. 
Oh, the quarterback that took him to the Super Bowl. What was that guy's name? Um, Jake DeLome. Daylight come and I love Jake DeLome. Pittsburgh needs a new quarterback. Houston needs a new quarterback. Denver, Washington, the Giants, Carolina, Tampa Bay definitely needs a new quarterback. And Atlanta, they're done with Matt Ryan, contract up. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's nine. Here's some other teams that I think could cut bait. Maybe they've told you they're not going to, but we all know how that works. Miami. Is Miami sold on Tua? Is that their guy? Are they ready to say bye-bye? See what they can get for him in a trade. Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, time to put up or shut up. Pay up or shut up, I should say. Indianapolis. It looked okay there for a while with Carson Wentz. Is that still the guy? They're still going with them. New Orleans. Jameis coming back. Will they maybe draft a quarterback? And then there's a couple of teams that we know are going to have a different quarterback this year. Chicago, already Justin Fields. That's our guy. San Francisco, going with Trey Lance. Green Bay, going with Jordan Love. Last time I checked, there's 32 teams in the league. I just named 16 teams that are going to have a different quarterback. So when I tell you guys that half the league, as I hit puberty on the radio, half the league is going to have a new starting quarterback heading into next season, we can complain and we can bitch and we can moan and say, oh, Patrick Mahomes didn't look like Superman. And if you even want to have the conversation that Joe Burrows caught up with them or Joe Burrows now the best quarterback in the AFC, it ain't that bad. Half these other teams are going to have a first-time starting quarterback, and there's a bunch of other teams that are stuck with their quarterback. 913-576-7610. So it ain't that bad. Stop crying. Text line. And, of course, the phone line is the same, 913-576-7610. Anybody watching the Olympics? I literally kept hearing about them. Then I stopped paying attention. And then I wasn't sure if they were still going to happen. And then I completely gave up on it. And then I pulled up Hulu yesterday. And I saw the Olympics were on. What? Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. Nobody told me. The Olympics? thought those things were done. So I watched, what was I watching yesterday? It wasn't pairs ice skating. It was ice dancing. And I'll admit, sometimes I like things that are too macho that you're not supposed to come on here and admit. I like good ice skating competition. When they do the spinning and sometimes I root for them to fall or whatever it is. I mean, they do have blades on their feet and they're tossing each other around. Like, it's kind of impressive. I'll admit I like it. But whatever I was watching yesterday was kind of goofy. Then I looked up some other Olympic sports. Do you guys know race walking is an actual Olympic sport? Race walking. (laughs) Who cares who's the best race walker in Canada? And is he better than the best race walker in Brazil? (laughs) Dedicate your life to whatever you want to, bro. But race walking. I watched curling yesterday. I'll admit to that. I watched two curling matches. All right, I watched three curling matches. Are you happy? But I don't know what the hell was going on. Somebody was shaving something. It was like a husband and wife team. They're yelling in a language that I don't know. I'm like, oh, better shave that ice, dude. And then some. it's like a giant uh, what's shuffleboard, essentially. I don't know. I still don't know the rules. Skeet shooting? You know what that is? You do? What is it? That's where they shoot the little 
discs out of the air, isn't it? All right. What's the one where they're on? Maybe you're right. What's the one where they're on skis and they're shooting things? You know what I'm talking about? Is I know what, exactly what you're talking about, where they, they ski like a certain amount of position. Like Google it. Find out what it's called. Because I got you. It's got a name, and it's unnecessary to be a sport. Who possibly in their right mind? I'm not saying it's not entertaining, but does it matter who's the best at it? And how many people even try it? To me, that's a th- And if we're going to go down this rabbit hole, what about losing? What about the bobsled? To be the best in the world, how many people are trying it? Jamaica has a bobsled team. I mean, I would do it. Like, I would give it a shot if I was with somebody that could drive. I ain't just getting in at random. What's it called? It's called a biathlon. Yeah, the biathlon. Who cares? Like, <laughs> somebody works their whole life for once every four years to ski down a mountain and then to shoot at stuff. It's crazy. And then they don't have frisbee golf. There's no disc golf. There's no MMA. Well, it is the Winter Olympics. I don't care what Olympics it is. <laughs> there's there's no kickball. There's no dodgeball. Could you imagine if they had kickball at yes. just the normal Olympics? That would be amazing. Dude, they have synchronized diving. Okay? Well, yeah, that's been around for a while, but kickball would just be but absurd. You say, it, you say it so casually as if when you watch it, you're like, oh, good. Here come the synchronized divers or the synchronized swimmers. It's silly. It's stupid. Do you Have you ever actually met a person? That does it? Yeah, in high school, I had a oh, few buddies that synchronized dove. No, does you, that count? I bet you did, didn't you? Are you being serious? Yeah, I had a couple buddies that were on the swim team in high school. They did synchronized diving. Hey, Nolan, yeah. Nolan, you're my guy and stuff. I like working with you, but look look at my eyes. You're looking at me like that's a normal thing. Yeah, I had a couple of friends that were on the synchronized diving team. I guarantee you're the only person right now in Kansas City that's uttered those words. You had probably you had, we're driving around right now. People are like, you had a couple of buddies that are on the sink. Were you on the – admit it. Were you one of the buddies? Were you on the synchronized – it's okay if you were. No, I was asthmatic. I couldn't do the oh, whole just I diving it. into deep water <laughs> and relying on my lungs to get me back up so, above so, water. So you sat in the stands with your inhaler and a sign cheering for your two buddies. No. To dive off the diving board in no. unison. You no. weirdo. Okay, no. speaking of your high school experiences, that's a perfect segue. Coming up next, Napoleon Dynamite suck, but I'm going to give you a Levine's list, the top 10 best high school movies I've ever seen right here on 610 Sports Radio. This guy's a weirdo. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What is this, a knockoff in the club so he didn't have to pay for it? You can find me in the house Bottle full of wine. Come on now. What's the matter with us? Oh, uh, that's Nolan. For those of you that texted in, stop bullying Nolan. I'm not bullying Nolan. That's my guy. 913-576-7610. Bink at night. I'm the sports machine. Um, I really appreciate all the kind words every single time that I get one of these. I like the text that I know that you're you're one of the real ones. Like um, this person from the 816. Rosedale Barbecue, baby. Say no more, 816. I know you've been listening to your boy for a long, long time. Or the person that said Zampi's Zinger. Or we got one earlier, Nolan. Like, you probably don't know about this. Did you see the one that talked about Farrah Fawcett? They were like, oh, Farrah Fawcett. Hotter than Farrah Fawcett in a forest fire. You're damn right. It's good to be back. And I had a tough week. I ain't going to lie. Like, I got some kind of bad news about my mom earlier this week. So, it's uh, I, I love doing this. And it's therapy to come on and talk to you guys on the radio. So I appreciate all your kind words. Text line 913-576-7610. I apologize if you love Napoleon Dynamite because I thought Napoleon Dynamite absolutely sucked. Like my So my girlfriend and I both apparently have had the same Napoleon Dynamite experience, which is we've seen enough of it to know that we never really were missing too much. It wasn't like, you know, you got to get to the TV and watch this thing immediately. Everybody's talking about it. But I kept YouTubing late at night, and I it just kept coming up. So I thought, oh, let's just watch the whole movie instead of clips. We got through about half of it. Not funny. Not that original. I didn't enjoy it very much. Give me some music, Nolan, because it made me think of a good Levine's list. It's been a while, but if I'm on the radio, damn it, you know you're getting my top 10 something. In my opinion, here are the 10 best High school movies of all time. Shout out to SLC Punk. Didn't make my list. To Sir With Love. Anybody? Any of our maybe older listeners? That was my dad's favorite movie. Sidney Poitier. I'm pretty sure was in it. The late Sidney Poitier. Teen Wolf. The original Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. All right. There's your honorable mentions. Number 10. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. An absolute classic. Number 9. Super Bad. Super bad, not nearly as funny the second time you watch it as the first, but pretty damn good the first time. Number eight, Mean Girls. Probably, now that I say it out loud, should have had it up a little bit higher. Mean Girls, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Number seven, Clueless. Do you guys remember how hot Alicia Silverstone was in Clueless? Oh, wait, maybe I can't say that. I think she was like... Remember how hot she was a couple years after that? I don't know how old she was when she made it, but... uh, and who else was in it? Brittany Murphy. I feel like there were other famous people in that movie that I can't think of. Paul Rudd. Wasn't Paul Rudd in Clueless? Number six, Dangerous Minds. Michelle Pfeiffer. Here's my top five favorite high school movies of all time. Number five, Grease. Number four, 
dazed and confused. You can dim this music. This music is just tripping me out, bro. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm the guy in SLC Punk after a particular scene. Uh, number four, dazed and confused. All right, all right, all right. Number three, The Breakfast Club. Danny Parkins Old High School was the uh, scene that they filmed The Breakfast Club at in Chicago. Bet you didn't know that. Speaking of my guy, Danny. Number two, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Also filmed in Chicago. And the best teen movie of all time when it comes to high school flicks has to be American Pie, the original. I liked all of them, but I thought that the original American Pie was probably my favorite. What did I miss? Hit me up, 913-576-7610. You guys have a lot of uh, strong opinions about these Olympic sports. Look, I agree with you. I don't know how MMA is not an Olympic sport. I don't know how we have race walking and skeet shooting, which now that I say it out loud does sound a little bit dirty. Losing? I was a loser back in high school. Didn't you? 913-576-7610. Let's get back to the Kansas City Chiefs before we get into the top of the hour and start cutting up a little bit of this blame pie. Because I was on the radio on Sunday night, and I hate it when this happens. So I'm taking my notes during the game. So whoever I'm with is already like, dude, you suck. You're not cheering and you're not drinking. I'm like, I'm trying to work kind of. I'm taking all these notes, and they're good ones. And the second half comes around. And then it's a completely different story to the point where I wasted all my time. I should have just sat there and watched the first half. I got it crumbled up, throw it away. And then we came on Saturday or Sunday night, me and Chris Unocero, and we were on late. We were on from 9 to midnight. And the game ended at like, what, started at 2, long game, ended 5.30. So we didn't come on until like a good four hours until after the game ended on Sunday night. And it felt like at least all you guys that were still awake were calling in and were more pissed off than sad. I don't know what all the stages, the emotions are, whatever it is, grief off the top of my head, but it feels like a lot of people ultimately went to getting pissed off. And I was right there with you. Yeah, I was a little bit upset, then I rationalized it, but when I woke up the next morning, I was pissed for a lot of reasons. One, the Chiefs did that to themselves. I remember people always used to ask about the national championship game back in 2008. Remember the last two minutes, Memphis and KU, and Memphis starts missing their free throws and screwing up, and Kansas starts getting calls and hitting their shots. And if you're a KU fan like me, by the way, I know it because I was there. I was down there in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. But I was talking about this great comeback that KU made. It's all I ever talk about. But in Memphis, you know all they say is they crapped the bed. They had it won. They should have had the trophy. It depends on your perspective. In Cincinnati, good on them. I bet they came on the radio Sunday night doing their post game when Uno Cerro and I were on here saying, hey, how about that comeback? Greatest game ever. The same way the Chiefs were the week before against Buffalo. But if I was a neutral observer, which I'm not, the Chiefs absolutely gave that game away. Credit to Joe Burrow. Credit to them for getting down 21-3 to at Arrowhead with the second-year quarterback. That doesn't happen. You get down 18 at Arrowhead, you go home with your tail between your legs and lose that game by four touchdowns. Historically, you come in with a first- or second-year quarterback, you know how many times I've seen Robert Griffin and Ryan Leaf and all these dudes come in and leave getting their asses kicked? Especially if they get down that big that early in that type of an atmosphere? So I don't want to take the credit away, but the truth is the Chiefs absolutely gave that away. 
We'll take a quick break, and then coming up the top of the 7 o'clock hour, I'm going to cut up the pie. And I'm not talking, this is not going to taste good. This is not going to be one of those pies that you would get at Tippins back in the day, the fresh ones, the French silk or the black bottom, perhaps. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the ones you can still get at Hen House. I'm talking about on Metcalf, where you can actually go into Tippins and look at their pies. This ain't going to be one of those. It's not going to taste that good. This is blame pie. And we're going to cut up the pieces on the other side right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 